Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown. And by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com Welcome to Radio 5G, a pre-recorded show airing on June 21, 2023. I'm Nancy Hopkins, and Mark Joseph will be joining in the second hour to discuss the subject presented in the first hour, plus quite a bit more. In the first hour, Mike Adams, the health ranger, interviews Anna Toledo on her court case against federal officials regarding the targeting of individuals and the maintaining of terrorist screening lists. They do bring up some disturbing information as we needed to have more, but Anna is a lawyer and the case has been filed. It's an informative one hour. So here we go and thank you for being here. Welcome to today's interview on Brighton.com. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighton Free Speech Network. And my company has been named in various uh, documents by the federal government. Uh, this came out in numerous uh, lawsuits. Uh, in, in fact, Schmidt, the attorney general of Missouri with the Gateway Pundit and other plaintiffs, uh, filed a lawsuit against various agencies of the federal government. And in discovery, it turns out that my own organization is named to be targeted by the government for uh, defamation, uh, deplatforming, blacklisting, financial blacklisting, and so much more. Uh, our government, uh, by abusing its power and reach, has been turned into a weapon against we the people. And our guest today is an attorney with an organization called Targeted Justice, and the website is targetedjustice.com. Her name is Ana Toledo, and she joins us today because she and her organization have filed an historic lawsuit to try to reel in these broad, dangerous overreaches by what I would consider to be a rogue federal government that is weaponized against the people. Anna, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on today. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. Thank well, you. Well, I, we appreciate your time and your efforts. So since this is the first time that we've ever spoken, and you're a first-time guest with us here. Uh, give us the big picture. Let's start there. What, what does our audience need to know about targeted justice and the lawsuit that you filed earlier this year? Well, the most important thing that they should all know is that um, although it is targeted justice the, that is filing this lawsuit on behalf of targeted individuals, which I will explain in a little while what they are, um, this uh, is important to and relevant to anyone in the United States and in the world, but we are alleging we are invoking the United States Constitution because anybody can end up in what is called the terrorist screening database. As we have seen uh, whistleblowers going into Congress and speaking when they say people have been placed or have been uh, categorized as domestic terrorists, that is nothing but that they have been placed in this list. And uh, the consequences for the people that become targeted individuals are ghastly. 
they are horrible. It's a human experimentation program. And the, the, the way we discovered, uh, one of the founding members of Targeted Justice discovered it is that as he was lying on the floor because of microwave attacks uh, on his leg that caused him a blood clot, the sheriffs didn't let the ambulance come into the property saying that they were told there was a terrorist in the premises. <laughs> and wow. that is, yes. And so while he laid on the floor, while they were securing the area. Meanwhile, he only lived there with his 87-year-old mother. And uh, he almost lost his life because th that's when he found out that the relationship between being a targeted individual and being on the list. So wait a second. So, so the federal government can, without any due process or rule of law, they can place you on a targeted terrorist list. And once you're on this list, you can be denied basic public services, such as what you just described, ambulance services, potentially medical services, 911 response uh, services, or medical or perhaps even financial services, right? And we've experienced uh, financial deplatforming ourselves and uh, solely because of our viewpoints, right? The, so, so essentially they're saying you're a terrorist if you have viewpoints that do not align with the lies of the current administration. That's where we are. That is correct. That's except you got it completely. It's, you know, we hadn't talked before, but you totally got it. And here's, here's the thing, um, like the whistleblowers have been saying that there's a pressure to put, to categorize people as domestic terrorists. It's not just, uh, getting, um, you know, with banks and getting, uh, negative effects and, uh, and bad uh, treatment by businesses, but w targeted individuals that are in the in the category three prong, because there's two categories. There's a category four, which, which we believe it's like, yeah, you get microwave with directed energy weapons and you get what it's called organized stalking that maybe, you know, you leave your car in the valet parking and when you come back, the key is broken or you just get uh, your tires slashed out of nowhere, things like that. Uh, but then, then there's the category three, which are the ones that have really terrible physical um, attacks. Most of the people, most of the targeted individuals are on category four, and some of them don't even know that they are targeted. Some of them might feel like, you know, when you wake, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh God, I'm, I'm getting old too fast. It's not that you're getting old, it's that you're getting microwaved. Um, by through, you know, it's the use of cell towers, 90% of the microwave attacks come through cell towers. And so the, the way um, we have an affidavit on the record from an FBI uh, representative that says that the, uh, there is a, the terrorist screening database which is only supposed to be comprised of known and suspected terrorists with uh, the reasonable grounds, is the criteria, is legal criteria is reasonable grounds uh, to do so. But then there are other categories as admitted by a former uh, terrorist screening center deputy director, uh, Mr. Timothy Gro. he admitted that there are people in that list that don't constitute a terrorist threat or a threat to national security. And the they are not screened as such as when they travel. 
That is why none of my 18 plaintiffs, when they get on a plane, they don't get screened. So they never found out like the people in the categories one and two. One is no terrorists. And the instruction of the FBI is arrest them if you come in contact with them. Two is a suspected terrorist. And those are the ones that are subjected to hours of screening before boarding a plane. And then there's three and four, which is where most targeted individuals are. So you travel and you're like, well, I can't be categorized as a, as a terrorist because, you know, I, I, I can go through and there's no problem with it. But that's not true. Uh, that Mr. Crow admitted that, oh, there's people there uh, that have that don't have uh, ties to terrorism, but they're there for other reasons. <laughs> right. Uh, other reasons, which could include uh, just making a campaign donation to Donald Trump, for example. Um, exactly. Uh, I want to bring your attention to something else, too, Anna. Uh, on my screen here is a PubMed article about a chemical called diethylnitrosamine or DEN. Uh, this is a chemical that's used to induce carcinogenic liver injury in mice. Uh, this chemical is actually used by laboratory researchers to give mice rapid onset uh, liver cancer or pancreatic cancer so that they can test cancer treatments on mice. Uh, but it has come to my attention now that this chemical is being used uh, as a contact poison against targeted individuals so that we actually have government agents that uh, are trying to find out where people are, you know, time and place, public speaking event, travel through an airport, uh, even their home or the, the handle of their car door or what have you. And they're applying this chemical, DEN, uh, diethylnitrosamine, so that the targeted person absorbs this chemical. And then they die from liver cancer or pancreatic cancer within a few months. And they are never the wiser of what happened. So this is a this is like a six month assassination chemical. Have you ever heard of this or anything like this that's being used against individuals? Well, I can tell you that not this in particular, okay? But I can tell you that I know targeted individuals get slow poisoning. Um, m many of us don't don't go out to eat we, or, or if we do, we do it like in a buffet style place where they can, nobody can put, you know, um, venom, you know, poisons in, in our, in our food. And, uh, that, that to me is, um, the sad part about it is that the, the government officials, the rogue people carrying out this human experimentation program go out and tell these people this is a terrorist. You're doing something good. You're being a patriot because this this is a terrorist. And, and you're saying that they would say that to the, the the cook crew, the chef crew to to cooperate with the poisoning of a dish. Well, I can tell you I have been poisoned in at least two occasions. And I just because within two hours of being in the place, I have like this full, full uh, cold or flu or. And and it's you know so you just stay away from that. I have uh, one of my plaintiffs. Uh, she had to after having lunch in a place. She had to stop her car, you know, just to throw up because she got sick like that. So um, it, we have to be very careful with that because uh, there is slow poisoning going on. Uh, because the the key to this program is plausible deniability. Uh, so that anybody denouncing this kind of thing sounds like crazy or conspiracy theorist. However, when you have a sworn statement from a person saying that 
the people that are not terrorists that are included in this list are placed in there for secret criteria. <laughs> right. Yes. Any, anything that they can, anything they want to make up, right? Well, now they're invoking national security, even though targeted individuals, as admitted by Mr. Crow, do not represent a terrorist threat. There is this secret criteria that they are now alleging if the court orders uh, disclosure, it would uh, interfere with national security. And that and, and that is nothing but an excuse to not have us uncover the truth of this human experimentation program, which I can tell you the ultimate goal is to get people to take their own lives. Uh, the, when they jump you to the category three, uh, the organized stalking and the torture is very severe. Uh, there's from microwave burns to uh, hallucinatory, uh, an auditory effect called voice to skull. 66% of targeted individuals get it. And this is a patented uh, tactic technique that is uh, created through the use of microwave beams. We're, we're familiar with this. We have we've covered this editorially, and you're you're right. People actually hear it audibly in inside their skull. Yes, and and uh, so they are. This is twenty four seven. Okay, these and many uh, many. For example, how the, the the way they like to do the torture is if it's a real Christian woman. Uh, we Christians are targeted. Okay, conservative targeted number justice numbers say that it is five times more likely a conservative will be targeted than a liberal. That, that's our statistics. We have done polls on this. Uh, it's harder for the Christian um, to prove because, you know, 70% of the nation more or less is Christian. So it's harder to prove that correlation. But I can tell you, 14% of targeted individuals are homeless, even though the national average is 0.5%. They destroy wow. your finances, they destroy your livelihood, your job, your friends, your family. They ostracize you from society. So and, on uh, a, yeah, <clears throat> I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to ask you, I mean, you can continue that thought, but, but make sure we cover, like, what's the status of this lawsuit? It's been, it's been filed, oh. but you know, the yes. court system is so corrupt. I mean, the federal judges work for the same system that is carrying out these crimes? Well, I'm very hopeful. Uh, uh, this, the, the judge, okay, we filed this in Jan on January 11th, 2023, uh, in the Victoria Court of the Southern District of Texas. The judge that had that case uh, didn't decide anything and instead bumped the case to Houston. Okay, well, at least it's in Texas. That's that's hopeful. It's in the Southern District of Texas in Houston, and we have a you know a very a scholar judge that has, is very experienced, and and I uh, and I I do realize that it takes a lot of courage for the person deciding this case, but in in a way, uh, for example, there is a case called TransUnion versus. Ramirez, which was decided by the Supreme Court of the United States in 2021, that says that if you have, if you erroneously list somebody as a terrorist and you disclose that to third parties, there is a, there's a presumption of injury in fact, which is the standing 
the standard for standing in Article Three court. So in that sense, well, it, it, it's a uh, it's not very hard for the judge to conclude that, you know, the inclusion of 18 plaintiffs, we have filed it on behalf of 18 plaintiffs, as well as the targeted justice members. But like okay. I said, this so, is not just about them. It's about the American people and changing the course of where this was going. That's outstanding. And uh, and by the way, this is one lawsuit of many lawsuits that are attempting to expose the 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 overreach the abuse of power by various federal agencies including the fbi doj and so on uh, epa for that matter atf but where does i mean that that case was only filed a few months ago as of the time we're recording this these cases are known to be able to take many years and and the defense of this you know you're naming the doj fbi dhs uh, they will certainly uh, put forth a well-funded defense. So what? what's the next step for this lawsuit? Well, they right now, uh, I already op uh, filed my opposition, the opposition to the motion to dismiss that, because we sued them in their official capacity and in their individual capacities. Meaning, oh, wow, you named Mallorcas? Yeah, the three. <laughs> Good gray. for you. Yeah, yeah, because here's the thing. Um, the official capacity, uh, one of the things that, for example, is, is an egregious violation of their official duties is to knowingly include and or maintain innocent civilians in a terrorist list. That is, uh, you know, we asked for a declaratory judgment, having the court declare that it is illegal for the FBI Terrorist Screening Center and its officials to place in a terrorist screening database the names of innocent civilians. It is estimated between 300 and 400,000 Americans have been included in this list. That's extraordinary. I mean, that, Huge. I thought you were going to say maybe a few thousand, but hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands, many of them don't know it. You know, many right. of them say, Oh, I just had bad luck. Oh, you know, because the microwaving is done at night when they're sleeping. And it's very slight. Um, and, uh, you know, you just, well, you got a flat tire or your microwave broke down. Things like that that are plausibly deniable that they were caused by microwave weapons. That's why, you know, they, those are the silent weapons. Uh, so then, so we we sued in the official capacity, and and that's just one of the various claims, okay? Um, and then uh, also in the individual capacity under Bivens, under under the Bivens uh, course of action for violation of civil rights against federal officials, that's in their individual capacity. They just filed their motion to dismiss, and I am in the process of writing a reply there too. But I already filed my reply to the motion to dismiss to the official capacity uh, defendants. And what you know, their main argument was that these were all fantastical allegations, and thus the court shouldn't have jurisdiction about a fantastical case. But what they—that's <laughs> an odd argument. Well, because they couldn't, they didn't argue and they couldn't argue is that it is not fantastical and it's highly illegal to include innocent civilians 
in a terrorist database and, and label them as domestic terrorists. One of, uh, uh, you know, as the case has been progressing, uh, the, uh, the criminals that are carrying out the torture and abuse of innocent civilians uh, are, have gone rogue. And for example, one of our advisory board members, she was staying in an Airbnb and after the first day she stayed there, they came, knocked on her door and told her she had to leave because she was a security risk. And so we're seeing that this, this list is distributed to 18,000 law enforcement, state, tribal and federal uh, agencies uh, to 14, uh, 1,440 uh, entities, nonprofit and, and profit, and 530 something corporations, the biggest corporations. That would include the, banking and finance, I assume. Definitely, definitely. Uh, one of my plaintiffs, uh, you know, the, uh, he, he constantly goes to to his ATM machine, and it's the even though he has the funds there. It's denied. They don't let him take the money out, for mm -hmm. example. Um, and uh, obviously, the credit cards get declined all the time in businesses, even though they have the credit available. Right. And, and it's that kind of harassment, making your life very, very hard, uh, not getting being able to get a job. One of our board, uh, advisory board members has been trying to find a job. And whenever she's going to post a resume, the, the job listing disappears. It's just a, you know, it's electronic harassment. It's a, m m all of my communications are interfered with. Uh, but this sounds, email. we've heard these stories over the years coming out of communist China, you know, tied to social credit score, right? If you misbehave according to the government, uh, the, the communist regime, then you're not allowed to enter college, right? You're not allowed to use public transportation. You're not allowed to do all kinds of things, to get a job, like you said, to open a bank account, to travel, whatever. Uh, it seems like this is a Chinese scoring system that is now being covertly applied in the United States, targeting, as you say, hundreds of thousands of individuals. Uh, does that does that sound accurate? Do you it's, think? Yes. It's very accurate, but here's the sad part: we're supposed to be the most free nation in the world. We have the most comprehensive constitution in all of the world. We have a First Amendment freedom of speech that is nowhere in the world has the guarantees that we have under the First Amendment. And so to me, it's, it's all like, it's a hypocrisy because, a, you know, because China is communist, right? So they're not supposed to be, have the freedoms, enjoy the freedoms that we take for granted. And uh, this is happening in the United States and around the world directed by the United States. So that's why, you know, it's it's very sad. Um, people in Europe, for example, they cannot speak about their targeting because they are forced into mental hospitals. One of the things that happens to targeted individuals is that when they speak about these things, um, they get uh, placed in mental hospitals right. and, um, and, and called delusional, particularly if they are hearing V2K. Well, with V2K, 
schizophrenia medicine doesn't work. <laughs> right. You know, uh, and uh, most of it is a, the onset is in the 20s and it's mostly women. That So here we have statistics that it's usually, you know, in midlife that they start getting targeted. It's also a hate crime because our statistics are also that around the 66% are middle-aged women that either tend to be live alone because one of one of the one of the ways they get you is if you live alone there are no witnesses that can see how they ship things around in your house or the things that go missing in your house or the things that get broken. There's no witnesses and there and it's plausibly deniable. It's right. a very, very com complex structure. So that this, they is, have this is psychological terrorism at, at one level. Um, but let me ask you a bigger picture question about the lawsuit. Should you succeed? Let's suppose this goes through the, uh, well, the, uh, the court in Houston. Let's suppose it goes then to, I guess, the Fifth Circuit and then from the Fifth Circuit probably then to the Supreme Court. And let's suppose at some point the Supreme Court rules against the DOJ and DHS and, and FBI. The, the problem is there are no consequences for the government. Even the, the $1.3 billion, I believe, that you are requesting for your plaintiffs, the government can simply print that money, which means stealing it from everybody else, to hand it to your plaintiffs. That doesn't stop this behavior. When we have a lawless regime that is willing to carry out these grotesque medical experiments and psychological terrorism in the first place, why should we expect that they would ever listen to the Supreme Court telling them to stop it? Well, that's a great question, uh, because I, 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 must, I assume you're familiar with MKUltra on yes. Pointel Pro. And the reason this this is a hybrid of those two programs. And the reasons those two programs never really ended is because there were no criminal consequences for the people carrying out the torture. There you go. And the this is where um, the public has to place the pressure on DOJ, who is one of the defendants, <laughs> right. but to prosecute these criminals that torture. You know, microwave weapons are not supposed to be fired on American soil. That's That's an absolute truth. And um, so the Department of Justice has a duty to believe victims and to investigate and prosecute those guilty of torture and treason to the United States. And that's exactly what's happening. Um, all the people that get Havana syndrome, it has been um, concluded by the National Academies of Science and Engineering that you get Havana syndrome after you are exposed to directed energy weapons attacks. Yes. There's, there, there's nothing, you know, it's not like, you know, anything else. That's, that's what causes them. And one of the plaintiffs in our lawsuit, uh, Dr. Lambert, he's a civilian with Havana syndrome, diagnosed by Dr. Hoffer in Florida. So let me, let me ask you uh -huh. a technical question if I can. Yes. Uh, the, so 5G technology is directional that the the antenna which uses i believe the phase array micro antenna lattice or, or you know array can direct uh, narrowly focused beams of energy to specific targets which would typically be your mobile phone right but 
if they, if you hold your phone near you, they know where you are. And if you're moving around with your phone, they know where you're moving around. Is it to, is it your knowledge that 5G towers are being used as one of the electromagnetic weapon systems that can target specific individuals? Yes, but let me let me uh, divide the answer here. Okay. Yes, the, the short answer is yes. 90%, we estimate 90% of the attacks carried out, uh, the microwave attacks that are being carried out against uh, the population, uh, it's uh, carried out through cell towers. There is a microchip that was patented by the Ericsson company, and I think it's being manufactured by eight companies. And that is the one that allows for the production of the microwave beams from weaponized towers. The key here is weaponized towers. Not all cell towers are weaponized to produce microwave beams. Okay. That's number one. However, they don't need your phone to track you. We are all, if you look at the, in the targeted justice, we're all being tracked in the top of our heads, through the top of our heads, through satellites. We are being tracked, every single human being on earth. And so you don't need, you know, that's why targeted individuals, they can leave their um, phones and computers behind, move somewhere else, they will find them. Well, how, find how are satellites them. tracking people by from their from what their heads look like from orbit it's from that from like the top okay now that you're entering the realm of the technical uh, and for <laughs> okay. that you would need to talk to richard lighthouse but um i urge you to look there's uh, a, a pretty clear diagram on the targeted justice webpage that explains how you know how it works i'm not you know he's he's a um a, a rocket scientist and he has a master's in mechanics and he's the one that discovered that not only the attacks but the v2k is carried out 90 percent of it through the cell towers I weaponized see. cell towers uh, so and and i have to make it you know a point here and it is that that's the technology also used for mind control of the population that is something that we're going to look be looking into later because a one-third of the population is highly suggestible and the reason you're not <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah. I, i'm surprised i mean i think the number is much higher than that uh, well based on what but, I've seen. you know the subliminal messaging is being carried out through these cell towers. And, you know, and, and that is something that, uh, in my opinion, it's and it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment because it's an invasion of your of your of your brain, of your mind Clearly. without your permission. Let me let me ask you another technical question. If you don't know the answer, that that's OK. But the weaponized 5G towers that you mentioned, I'm curious about their effective range for that, because for normal 5G communications, the range of those towers is quite limited, a few hundred meters, as I understand it, uh, which is why they have to have so many. But for the weaponized broadcast... I it's five miles. I have been talking, you know, okay. with, with Richard Lighthouse about it, and, and I believe that five, uh, five miles is, um, you know, is, is a safe range for these weaponized ones. And you can tell they're weaponized because, for example, they have... Uh, uh, an emergency generator that is like 100 kilos. You don't need that for a regular <laughs> cell tower, but you do if you are producing microwave beams. Oh, that's uh, also the electric cable that goes up to it. You you know if if it's just a, t a teeny normal one, that's one thing. But these are very thick because because of the energy they have to carry. 
Right. So you're saying 100 kilowatt generators are necessary to power this. That's not a, lot. a normal tower, not a not a non-weaponized one. Right. A weaponized one. But for the weaponized, they need those emergency generators that are so powerful. It, it, so, one of the things that FCC is not doing is looking into, I mean, what we want to do, you know, with FOIA, how many of these chips are installed in what towers, because you have here that the facilities that belong to the cell towers owners and operators are being used not only to torture people, but also to for the mind control. And that is something that, um, you know, it is it, it, a source of liability. So, right. A lot of these towers are operated by private companies and l the land belongs to someone who leases the land to these companies that install and maintain this equipment, which is then licensed to the telecommunications giants, such as AT&T, for example. So it seems like, I mean, you're an attorney, but it seems like every party in this chain may have some liability, uh, even if they weren't aware of what was going on, still their, even their land or their tower is being used as a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, these towers, uh, these towers are being used to torture innocent Americans and to um, carry out mind control of the population. And you know, these these companies that run own them and run them should uh, should be should look should read our lawsuit. <laughs> That's one of the things that you know they're they're not part of it because they're not part of the of the program per se, but people could come up with this, you know, this, this is something very serious, the responsibility, you know, you, it's okay for you to make money. It's another to, to, uh, allow for people to be hurt, innocent people to be hurt uh, and right. tortured this way. Well, let me ask you another potentially technical question, but maybe this is covered in your lawsuit. I've interviewed other guests who believe that there is interaction between these electromagnetic broadcasts and some self-assembling nanoscale systems that uh, people's bodies are producing after being injected with mRNA. Uh, is there anything in your research or your lawsuit that talks about that intersection between the weaponized towers and vaccine no. injections? No, no, no. And the reason is because what we are asking the court is a purely, you know, it's a, it's a constitutional question. Is it legal to have innocent civilians in a terrorist database? And the answer is no. So we're asking the court to issue an, a national injunction against the FBI uh, to remove the names of all those persons that have been erroneously categorized as domestic terrorists or foreign terrorists, you know, for that matter. Uh, because they don't belong in a terrorist database. Homeland Security Presidential Directive Number 6, which is the one that authorized this list, does not contemplate putting anybody else in that list other than known and suspected terrorists. Um, so, and, but one of, one of the things that, that uh, you know, it may come out in the future is how the interaction between the mRNA, the vaccines, uh, the 
you know, and and how the magnetization of of the particles within in it and the microwaving of people, because microwaving makes it more, you know, uh, activates it more. But I'm not I'm not a technical person, and I'm not going to go into that. And that's not the subject of our loss. Okay, all right. But it's something that definitely should be looked into the interaction between the use of microwave um, weapons, which are you know cell towers and satellites. Uh, and uh, and and people that are you know dying, just like and these blood clots that are you know um, are, are never seen before. So, if if individuals are out there watching this and they believe that they are also being targeted in this way, can they contact your law firm? Can they join this lawsuit? Can they seek representation for additional lawsuits? What what can people do? Well, um, no, at this time, I can, I, I, I'm a solo practitioner, so I can only handle, you know, what, what I'm doing, which is, which is a lot. Yes, it, I can imagine. It's a lot. It's, a, you know, the Department of Justice has, you know, how many thousands of attorneys, and I am just, you know, one, one solo practitioner. Who had the courage to do it? Because there's many uh, targeted individuals that are attorneys, but uh, they, they couldn't muster the courage to do it. For me, it's about freedom you know just give me liberty or give me death so for me it was a no-brainer um however uh, i do intend once we prevail because I, I don't contemplate not prevailing this is the land of the free and i don't contemplate a that any court can hold that innocent people can be in a terrorist database so i it is my intention to give you know and do so freely you know do zoom conferences to uh explain and prepare attorneys across the nation to to do this kind of lawsuit because targeted individuals have suffered immensely there is something i really want to mention that um criminal defense attorneys should be looking into this lawsuit the reason for it is that many targeted individuals get framed get entrapped into crimes they didn't commit when i first got to targeted justice one of uh one of the letters that just to say breaks my heart is uh, this man he was in jail because he his car broke down of course we know that targeted individual cars are uh, tampered with all the time and he had to leave the car on the side of the road he ended up in prison because because he didn't tow the car on time or whatever and uh and so I think that it is very relevant for all criminal defense attorneys to ask in the discovery phase, which I think in federal federal uh, rules of criminal procedure is Rule 16, to ask the TSDB status of their of their client, because if the person is in the TSDB, I'm telling you, there can <laughs> there's a presumption he could have been framed. Uh, and and uh, some something like if, if it's a person that is being attacked by V2K, well that that is something that should go into the defense as well. So uh, I, I really urge criminal defense attorneys to start looking into this because um, your clients might be victims of of the targeting and that was probably or could have contributed or prompted whatever crime they're being accused of. That is extraordinary information. I mean, we're already aware of the near total fraud of the, the so-called uh, 
criminal science or forensic science uh, to frame innocent people where they can have false positives for substances or, you know, the FBI used to rely on hair analysis. They would take a strand of hair, say, oh, this, this, is, this hair is a perfect match. You're guilty. It was all made up. Even, by the way, ballistic, I don't know if you're aware of this, but ballistic uh, bullet analysis where they say they can, they can uh, determine that this bullet was fired from this gun, it's complete fiction. It's totally made up. There is no correlation. There aren't little secret lines on the bullet that actually correspond to the barrel. Um, that's that's a statistical nonsense. But there's so many yeah. ways. Yes, go ahead. Sorry, uh, just last week, uh, a TI was framed into you know drug test at, at work, and he was fired because it was positive, and he swears he did, he wasn't taking any drugs. You know, this is the kind of thing. It's like when you put your livelihood on the hands of third parties that are controlled by these entities, these persons, these, you know, uh, people that engage in the malfeasance, uh, you are bound to lose. Uh, for many years, I didn't know I was targeted. I just thought I, I was, that was the, the, the deck of cards I was dealt. And I was very innocent and I was, I was thought the best of, of people. Um, little did I know is they infiltrate the way they do it with, and, and that's what people have to be very careful. They infiltrate your circle of friends to gather information on you in order to then be able to do, you know, like a war, like an attack, uh, to know, um, most of the information about you and who are your support groups, et cetera, so that they can discount them and, and you don't have them when you need them. That's, that's part of their tactic. Um, wow, I, it is, that's it like is, social engineering warfare. It's a Stasi. It's like yeah. a German Stasi. Exactly. It's it's copied from that. It, and, this program is is a mixture, like I told you, MK Ultra, Stasi, and CoinTelPro. Pro. It's a mixture of that. It's extraordinary too that to someone who has never been targeted in this way, listening to you, they would think, "Oh, this is crazy. This sounds all made up. It sounds like science fiction." Sounds like you've been watching, you know, too many Hollywood movies starring Matt Damon, let's say. Uh, but, but in truth, this is all real. This is all happening. And it has happened in other regimes. The Stalinist regime, for example, the Stasi you mentioned uh, today, modern day communist China, probably uh, elements of this in Venezuela, right? Uh, certainly North Korea. So th this is not science fiction. This is state of the art science. That's being used by an oppressive regime to destroy all dissent. Would you agree with that? I totally agree. And here's the thing. They got greedy. They got arrogant and greedy because by adding more people, it has come out in the congressional hearings that FBI agents got a financial bonus for including more people <laughs> in in wow. the lists, um, and uh, one of the one of the agents um, testified how I don't know if he did it in an interview or testified in Congress how they were pressuring him to place in the list this young woman who was clearly mentally ill and spent a lot of time playing video games and in chat rooms and things like that. And he was like, no, she's mentally ill. He's like, no, 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 let's do an ISIS case on her. Uh, it, it, it is mathematically implausible 
for so many people to be telling the same story and for it to be a conspiracy theory and for them to be in the TSDB. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just not plausible. And and they got greedy in the numbers. I urge you to do a, a search of the hashtag targeted individuals in Twitter and you will see the hundreds of daily tweets you will get. Or you can also uh, look up the one that we did for this lawsuit, which is TJ versus Garland. And you will, hundreds of um, tweets will come up because if it was made up, you wouldn't have so many people denouncing the same things. Okay, um, so the hashtag targeted individuals and then uh, the website targetedjustice.com. And yes. I, I also, I want to mention something else. We only have a few minutes remaining here, but I want to mention something else. After 9-11, right? So 2001 and then the enhancement of the Patriot Act was ready to go. The uh, un- under under the first Bush presidency, again, former CIA spook, former head of the CIA, it was then pushed out that, oh, we need all these secret powers to monitor um, Muslims and Middle Eastern ethnic people, right? And I remember at that time watching most of America cheer that. They, they cheered, yes, you know, infiltrate the mosques, you know, spy on people from the Middle East. You know, they might be terrorists. I remember watching that in horror, by the way, even, even back in 2001, or that, that actually bled into 2002. But I remember watching that in horror thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be turned against all of us eventually. And it has. None of us is safe now because we stood by, America stood by and let the power of tyranny expand. That you're so true. And you should know that admitted as has been admitted in depositions in preparation of this lawsuit. I want you to know 80% of that lawsuit is grounded on government documents, inspector general reports from the Department of Justice, deposition transcripts in the case El Haiti versus Cable. So I, I read thousands of pages in preparation of this lawsuit. And one of the admissions that they have is that this list, this terrorist screening database has not stopped a single act of terrorism. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, clearly it's designed to defeat and silence political opponents. I mean, it's designed to shore up the power of the regime. Yes, it's a very dangerous weapon. And, you know, fine, there's 300 to 400,000 targeted individuals. But the problem is tomorrow it could be you. Tomorrow it could be you know just if we've had we have some some of our some of our uh, clients are people that had came out of a bad divorce. The pictures when when you see the pictures uh, there that you see the woman with the burns, she came out of a really bad divorce, and uh, her husband placed her in the list. This is just you know a suburban wife. She had you know. And, uh, wow. and, 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 and we have a, a couple of them that are like that. If you just have the right connections, one of the whistleblowers stated for the record in Congress that it is very wrong for average Americans to be able to call the most powerful law enforcement agency in the world and denounce that someone is a domestic terror, a suspected terrorist. And that's exactly what is happening. Um, right. They're letting people 
for having vendettas with others or because they think differently to call the FBI and nominate them privately as domestic terrorists. Yeah, I mean, it's a giant snitch uh, situation. And yet the real criminals, in my opinion, are running free. For example, I've said here on this show, Alejandro Mayorkas, I, I believe, is the greatest human trafficker or the, the most horrific human trafficker. Uh, in, in America right now. He's allowing this human trafficking and weapons trafficking and drug trafficking into the United States. Why isn't he being investigated as being complicit with all of those crimes taking place every day? Uh, he's actually involved in funding those channels of transport to carry out these acts of great human suffering. And yet he goes free. In, in the complaint, the reason we brought him as a defendant in the complaint is because the DHS and his uh, uh, anti-terrorist uh, director, uh, Mr. Weinstein, um, DHS controls the fusion centers. I don't know if you've heard about the infamous fusion centers. Of course we have, yes. <laughs> well, that's from where uh, the Stasi is organized. Uh, and they just, you know, throw these people, vigilantes on the street. Uh, to pretty much go after targeted individuals and make their life miserable with the organized stalking and the psychological operations. Yep. And this is carried out from the fusion centers, and that's alleged in the complaint. So, you know, it's a, it, obviously that's what we have to do this carry out discovery. But these fusion centers are not, they don't even have a statutory authority. They just popped out of nowhere. Without a congressional authority, the Brennan Center for Justice has been very critical. They have done thorough studies about it. And I don't know why Congress is not looking into these vision centers that carry out a lot of the abuse that targeted individuals are subjected to. This is the weaponization. If, 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 if The biggest weaponization of government is, is this because it involves a... A state and local, a state and federal law enforcement in these fusion centers, and it, it also involves the use of directed energy weapons against against American citizens and legal residents, and that is just you know outrageously illegal, and and it is the quintessential example of the weaponization of government. Well, Anna, the, this has been fascinating and horrifying at the same time. Uh, I'm I'm prayerful that your efforts will succeed, and I want to alert our audience to help spread the word about what you're doing with this interview and also your website, targetedjustice.com. Uh, any, any final thoughts you want to leave our audience with today as we wrap this up? You know, I really thank you for the opportunity because you just hit, you know, the, the nail on the head. Uh, what we ask is for people to spread the word because uh, I know it sounds fantastical, I know it sounds implausible, but it is very real. And many people have lost so many years of their lives uh, undergoing this torture, so much of their health. Um, and it's just un-American, and, and it's, it's, it's just it's just so outrageous that many people don't want to believe it happens. So uh, if you can please share, if you can please create awareness about it, it would be it would help us in in making it stop. Because what we want is for Congress to defund this atrocious program. Uh, 
This program runs with federal taxpayer money. Yeah, these are these are government atrocities against innocent people. Yes, I mean, and Congress is... has got to stop the funding of this program. Yeah, because it's the funding of torture. Well, and I mean we're out of time, uh, but but I, I will say that the funding is it's a result of central bank fiat currency money printing. So as long as there is money printing and central banks, there will always be evil in government because it can always print more money to pay for more evil and hire more people and pay off and bribe people. So we have to end money printing as well, but that's a, that's a different program. Uh, I just want to thank you, Anna, for joining me today. It's been truly fascinating and we wish you uh, safety and courage in your continued efforts. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And uh, thank you for watching. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighton.com. And uh, I am targeted in various ways, by the way. Uh, and my organizations have been targeted. But thanks to your support and your efforts, we are still on the air telling the truth and interviewing guests like Ana Toledo here today, who is telling the truth and trying to stop these crimes against humanity that are being waged by our own governments against us. Thank you for watching today, and be sure to check out more interviews and videos on Brighton.com, the free speech video network that we built so that we could have these conversations without censorship. Thank you so much. God bless America. Take care, everybody. Today's interview is brought to you by HealthRangerStore.com, and check out our new supply of organic hard red wheat berries. We have a 10-pound bucket now that consists of five packs of two pounds each that are they're, they're vacuumed, they're sealed in a very rugged shaped uh, liner that is formed into kind of, we call them bricks. But five of these bricks go into the bucket. They have very long shelf life because there's virtually no oxidation, uh, industrially vacuum sealed. This is all subjected to our laboratory testing. We've tested for heavy metals, glyphosate, which can sometimes appear on wheat crops. And also we've tested for microbiology, E. coli, salmonella, uh, yeast and mold, and so on. So this is the most rigorously tested, long-term storable wheat berry product on the market, available right now at healthrangerstore.com. This will last for many, many years. You can use it to make bread or other things out of the wheat, you know, your favorite thing, pancake, pancakes or muffins or whatever you want. And uh, it is available now at healthrangerstore.com, and we appreciate your support. Get squared away, folks, because... The food abundance we have right now will not last much longer. We're seeing a lot of problems with the food supply chain, so make sure you have a backup supply. Thank you for watching today. Mike Adams here, healthrangerstore.com. An aura geode, a black moonstone, citrine cosmic silver nugget, bracelets, shungite bowls, and much more at the Mystical Wares live auction. Have fun bidding for special items at your price. Mysticalwares.com slash live dash auctions. Let's take a moment to thank the people who make intergalactic distribution of this show possible. Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Yes, folks, Mystical Wares is where the Jedi Knights shop when they have their annual field trip to planet Earth. After annihilating battalions of stormtroopers and blowing up the Death Star, they deserve an all-out shopping spree, and their supplier of choice is Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, Washington, an oasis of light in an otherwise dark universe. I spoke to Master Yoda the other day and asked him 
where he buys his shungite. He replied, tell you I will and not belabor. Mystical wares. I also pick up spare parts for my light saber. So there you have it, folks. If it's good enough for Master Yoda and the Jedi elite, it's certainly good enough for the rest of us. Mystical wares in Mount Vernon, Washington. Online or on location, you'll be sure to give them a standing ovation. I am Ani, mad as the day is long, Avidician. This was Metaphysical Martini, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio, to whom we are most grateful. Until we meet again, my darlings, get involved in local politics, learn to identify the dirty tricks within the matrix, and above all, let the spirit inhabit the human. Scalar energy is demonstrating how good health depends upon balanced and stable human and animal energy fields. Test it out for yourself with a free weekly 12-hour remote session at mysticalwares.com slash scalar-healing. This is an ongoing program allowing you to pick and choose the scalar energy treatment you want. Thus, you must register weekly for the session presented every Friday. Experience the future of medicine now for the free sessions or sign up for one designed specifically for you. Go to mysticalwares.com slash scalar-healing. And remember, you must sign up weekly and receive the confirmation email or text confirming the session. Experience the future of medicine now. Welcome to the second hour of Radio 5G. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Mark Joseph, and the date is... What did I just wrote it down? Did I? 621, June 21st, 2023. And what you listened to in the first hour was Mike Adams, the Health Ranger. You can find him on Rumble, but he's, you know, he's got, you can sign up for his uh, emails. I find them very informative, not just because of the specific ones, but because you get a feeling for how much information is really out there. I mean, I'm kind of overwhelmed when he sends an email with all he's been doing. But he's the health ranger, Mike Adams. And he's uh, talked to Anna Toledo, who is a lawyer. With with the, You can find her at targetedjustice.com. And uh, she's a lawyer that <clears throat> is taking a case, uh, well, you just heard it, a case against the U.S., let's say the dark state, okay, and the individuals in the dark state regarding targeted individuals. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Mark, because, to be honest, this uh, targeted individual subject, I wanted to do it because we hadn't really done it. We've mentioned it over the years, but we never really focused on it. And when I committed to it, I hadn't actually heard the whole thing yet. And I was pretty impressed with the fact that they did make a connection to 5G, which is what started this particular show up, was the threat of 5G. Uh, So I want to just kind of like say a few things about the 5G connection. When we started out with uh, myself and (laughs) Mark Mark, uh, Spears, is it Mark Spears? Why do <clears throat> are you talking about Mark Steele? Steele, well, that was a that was a real okay. All right, Mark Steele, 
that I know where that came from, Mark Steele. When Mark Steele and myself were um, one of the very few t- people in the world that was were vocally talking about 5G, my first show had been in 2014. I, su- I was surprised it was that far, you know, back, but 2014. And Mark, um, as soon as he found out what was really happening, he became a, a warrior and went after everybody and everything that he could to try to wake them up. And then he found out, oh, they are woke up, they, or they're not going to wake up. They're part of this problem. And so when we began this, this kind of mission of, of 5G, it was very apparent that it was not designed to create a better communications environment. Its main purpose was control and mind control. And more than that, control over everything. They could shut your your electricity off. You could, they could shut your bank accounts down. I mean, it's something that the first time I heard about it was with Cliff Hyde. And that was back, I think, in 2019 when he was talking about the Chinese people and the kind of society that they were in. Well, it turns out that the, the 5G is requiring so much energy to actually work it the way that they want it that it's, you know, microwave frequencies. So it takes a tremendous amount of electricity to get to that point. And one of the things I I thought was very interesting about the presentation was that they were indicating that, she indicated that, I get the question that that, uh, Mike had given was concerning, well, is is this intrusion, this voice-to-mind uh, type of thing, is is that happening over the telephone? And she said that the research that they've done, the people that are being targeted, specifically targeted by this system, um, it's, from, it's from cell towers, not necessarily your phone. They're doing a direct, they're hitting you directly, not over your phone, which I found very interesting. And... Um, what she was saying is that it's only some of the 5G, uh, supposed 5G, who knows what's really in any of this stuff anymore, but the there's only a certain few of the cell phone towers that are actually weaponized. And they have to have a generator, I think they said a 10-watt generator, to uh, work. So that gives more information regarding the failure of the 5G system because they wanted the 5G system up there to surveil you, but they promised, they made all these promises regarding what it was going to do. You know, it was going to make, I, I, I actually, all radio, uh, you know, the, the 5G commercials on the television, if you saw them, they were like, Everything that you do is going to be faster and better and smoother and uh, da 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 da, and uh, oddly enough, Mark, those advertisements have disappeared off of the television. I'm not seeing them now. Granted, I wa- watch a lot of Fox, but Fox is, you know, compromised. It's just less compromised than, than the others. Um, but I- I'm not seeing even when I'm watching other stations. I- it used to be that. You, you couldn't watch a program without seeing a 5G commercial. And now I'm not seeing them. So 
my feeling is is that what what we start what I started hearing initially was that the, the people were having a terrible problem with putting in the 5G because it works so much lo- worse than the the 4G and <laughs> so now now you got a situation where the cover story for all this 5G is kind of falling apart i mean you know, it, it, there's so much information out there now regarding what they're trying to do and how they're failing. And this is another trying-to-do-fail thing. They're trying to get this thing up, give you at least equivalent 4G and tell you it's better. Because people, you know, again, the figure, a third of the people are very receptive and Mike thought that susceptible to uh, any kind of mind trickery. Um, Mike thinks it's higher. I I don't know. I'm just going with you know what people say about it. I've never done the measurements, um, but you have a situation where they were going to use the concept of faster and better to um, fool the people, but it's not working. So oh gee whiz, you know let's just stop talking about it. So why are we putting up all these 5G antennas? If if it's not working, if it's not getting, what is it? Why are we doing this? You know, I mean, if you've got if at least hopefully 50% of the population is still sane. And some of this stuff doesn't make any sense anymore. It's not working. Why are you still building it? You told me it was going to get faster. Now you're telling me what? Nothing. Why are we doing this? And I found that interesting. She, uh, you know, as far as a a court case, this targeting stuff, she's got 800 people in this uh, case. That's a sizable amount of witnesses saying this is what happened to me. Um, so I could go on a little bit, but why don't you uh, tell me what you thought? Yeah, so um, this interview happened on the 7th of June, and um, what was her site? Um, targetedjustice.com, right? And it, they could also be found on Twitter, but they do ha- their official site, they do have a good link on latest news. There's a section of that of you know noteworthy things, highlights that have happened recently, quotes, FBI stuff, um, and it, it's good. Uh, references they they link to um, Gateway Pundit, Stu Peters, some some Twitter posts. So they're they're pretty on top of these things, as far as and then um, Dr. Len Bear, who's pretty well known in the TI community, he's given updates and works in in the lawsuit too. So um, yeah, uh, what was it? Um, if if because I downloaded this interview from the podcast app uh, uh, Health Ranger. But Brighton has the visual. People can go there, and then I'm I timestamped some of the note taking here. So at 26 minutes from the interview itself in in Brighton, um, it's 90% of attacks come from cell towers. It's interesting to note that women are mostly targeted and Christians, and like most of the country is is you know that religion, and so it's. Um, Nancy, have you heard of that thing where, like, I forget if it was 1913, but around that era where 
I can't find the quote, but um, it's saying that um, American citizens are basically um, enemies of the state or considered the enemy of government. And so we've seen, obviously, over the decades, if you look at the secret history, alternative history of whatever, you know, like the polio shots and that connection with the DDT, just, <laughs> you know, it's like um, truth stranger than fiction, right? Uh, and so in, in, you know, this podcast history, we've been talking about different TI stuff from uh, Tony Pantoloresco, Dr. Robert Duncan of recently, um, Dr. Anna Mahalcha um, uh, brought up his name in like with Maria Z and these more prominent names of uh, just as you go further down in, in, in research, it's like, uh, you know, the, the saying, uh, of you dig so far down, you made it to China. And of course, we, you know, all the governments in the world work with them and, and how, uh, what do you call it? The control grid is over there coming over here. And, um, even uh, Dr. Uh, Tao Braun had pretty much said that transhumanism has been here because look how dependent we are in, in our, with our uh, phones and tech. So, <clears throat> yeah, I like this that there, there's action people can take to support the lawsuit and there's easy things as sharing it on social media. And we have this venue here. Uh, we can bring it up also in the Shanghai show. Um, but... Yeah, so you know, in the last three years, these things of uh, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and things that are crazy, and things that are fanciful, right? It's it's all coming back around, and just how deep these uh, secret projects go. Of this is what we know publicly. How many more decades ahead are they? And we know from the secret space program, and um, I sent you yesterday. Uh, we were talking about dark journalists talked to um, Infowars again, uh, I think um, fr two Fridays ago, and it was it was really good. Now, I've known dark journalists through interviewing uh, Dr. Farrell, Catherine Fitz, and never really looked into his stuff until he was talking to, um, is being interviewed. And then it's amazing how all of these connections are made, and then you have that from last week's um, uh, other voices of, of Radio 5G. So, um, yeah, I recommend people check out that dark journals from two weeks ago, connecting more about how deep the secret technology goes, even over connecting it to Tesla, right? And how how much has um, the intel agencies of the world been using this against each of us? So we're all pretty much um, targeted individuals. I've been saying that for years in the other shows too. Um, even posting it in the Shungite Reality Facebook group of just how sophisticated this is. And, and I like it around 40 minutes of this interview here with, with um, um, Anna that <clears throat> she summed it up that this is a mixture of MKUltra, the Stasi, and COINTELPRO of just <clears throat> how um, pervasive this is. Uh, yeah, so go ahead, Nancy. Yeah, yeah. Um what was that last Stasi and what was that? Stasi. St Stasi. Yes. Yeah. Spell. S T A S I. I think it, it's 
So. What does it represent? Because I, I had not heard that term before. Yeah, let me look it up to give an exact definition. But uh, it's all about being in lockstep with, with certain systems and structures to for control, obviously. But yeah, let me get the definition of that. But um, and the other the other word she used near the end of the show, and I couldn't understand it. She said it about three times, and and I got a different. I heard it differently. Um, she was talking about the this terrorist scanning list, screening list, and she was saying that the. That it it you the the case she's got the actual court case is over that particular document because you can't by law apparently target put somebody on a terrorist list if they there's no proof of it and of course they're doing this all the time and she began to talk about vendetta you know somebody just called up and said put this person on the on the watch list because they'd had a bad breakup divorce or something um and mike called it a giant snitch so and how many did they say 100 to 200,000 people are on it 300,000 to 400,000 yeah yep that's how many people are on it so you've got this you know concept that it could be a vendetta or a giant snitch thing but then she started talking about this either fusion centers or vision centers do you know what that was about yeah it's these um Stu peters did a um um interview segment about them a few times uh last year or early this year so people can find that on rumble but it's like a, uh is it fusion <laughs> Yeah, fusion. Mm-hmm. F-U-S, right? Yeah, they would. Uh, the extension of that is there's set. They would be, there would be a house across the street or like the neighbor of the person they're targeting, and then they would. That's how they would attack them, microwave in whatever frequencies. Um, that's pretty crazy. But I mean, when you get as far as up as Stu Peters to talk about it, it's like okay, this stuff is sort of. And then with Amy Holum, you know, we we were talking about her and played her clip couple weeks ago so um that all that stuff connects so in the beginning of the interview she talked about um it's a slow poisoning but when you look at what the centuries of how the control mechanism is um for this material plane it's all been a control structure right uh from the time you're born and into like modern medicine and the conditioning, so you know, the, the food, you know, the air we breathe. So, um, but the tools we have to um, create a deeper foundation are simple. Uh, example from yesterday, and you, you guys talk, talk about this in the other shows, um, cosmic reality, say what, and um, Shanghai. You just have, you can just project these thought forms out, or or, or project them to yourself, whatever part of the body. The violet flame is just the the word itself. You don't need like any kind of visual, or whatever. Just projecting the idea, violet flame, Ho'oponopono. Uh, even the Shungai field and Dolly has her love blankets. It's like sending good vibes, kind of thing, right? Um, uh, what was the other one? Um, 
that's kind of the gist of it. But um, I, there was a neighbor that was yelling like for 30 minutes straight. So I sent those out just as a as thought forms, and then instantly he stopped. So that was pretty, <laughs> you know, I didn't think it could have that instant of an effect. Um, I'm familiar with with applying mind over matter, uh, mental technology, quantum touch, matrix energetics, um, power of eight from Lynn McTaggart, name a few. Uh, but it's all the same. It just comes from emotion and tension and from your heart space and you project out. So uh, there's something to be said with, um, you know, <clears throat> the kingdom of God found within. And just that's how easy it is. It's, it, it's just having the energy to choose and then the intention, right? So, um, and what are my uh, issues with the whole TI thing is identifying as a victim, being targeted, and then this label and frame you put around yourself is increasing the placebo nocebo effect. So, you know, just that simple uh, defining yourself as um, like the Buckminster Fuller quote of don't fight the old system, but create a new one. And then Walt says that too, of uh, the, the current system we have is perfect because it's doing what it's supposed to do. We have to create stuff outside of it. And so that's why, Nancy, you have your cosmic reality um, channel, archives. Uh, so I don't know if you want to go off on that and expand on those things. Well, the violet flame, I'm not, and it's associated with Saint Germain. And Saint Germain is a character that actually seems to have lived historically. Um, but he was, if he did live, he was 200 years old because he kept showing up through throughout 200 years of history. <laughs> um, right now, again, it's an energy universe. Everything is energy. And right now we're in a area of the, let's just think in terms of our own galaxy. We're in an area of the galaxy where the energies are associated with the uh, purple, color purple. Uh, purple has a frequency. That frequency is compatible, in the most compatible color range uh, as to what the background radiation is that we're in. So if you're going to bring in an energy that is going to work and work as fast as you saw it work, I've seen it work that fast. You know, you just envision it and boom, whatever the problem was, just boom. I do it with the weather all the time. Now, <laughs> but and it's instantaneous because the energy surrounding us is compatible to that frequency that you are now have, have you are now emitting because you're thinking of the color purple or violet is you know the light violet is a little toned down from from the deep purple um but the, that's why if you use the concept of a the flame uh the flame flickers the different colors so all the colors are in there you know, it's it's instead of the yellows and the the the, the white and even and uh, the oranges, what you're getting is versions of the purple. So <clears throat> if you envision that, 
you are now compatible with the energy around you. And that's why I think it works so fast, Mark. That particular way of manipulating your en the energy around you. Magic. Magic is the manipulation of energy. So that's that's the purple flame. Shanghai is particularly aligned in the framework of Earth itself. It's got everything that you have on Earth is inside that thousand kilometers, eight hundred square miles, all that area. Everything that's on Earth that ever has been, that ever will be, is represented within the Shungite. So again, if you use Shungite, if you work with it, if you are thinking about it, you're imbuing the energy of Shungite. And on top of that, it's full of love. <laughs> you know, but if you, if you do that, again, you're using the <clears throat> energy that's surrounding you because now you surrounded yourself with the Shungite. So again, it's a way, it's, it's a, just a, it's a, it's a, it's the quote, scientific way of enhancing your ability to move energy because self-manifestation where you're, you're part of the entire scope of manifesting, but in your little domain, meaning the area that you're, you know, sort of responsible for. It's not even that you have permission to manipulate. You have, you're responsible to manipulate, to make it better. Always make it better. And so if you're thinking in terms of what you can do, what you want to do is you want to use the energies that are most compatible with the energy fields that we're in. So you've got the, in the concept of the galaxy, you've got the purple ray. In the concept of Earth itself, you've got Shungite. Again, it's the same, let's say, basic principles that you are just shifting your energy field to work with that energy field. And that's why you see it happen so fast. Um, what was the other ones that you mentioned? Ho'oponopono and, and Dolly's Love Blankets. Okay, now Dolly's Love Blankets are... Um, Dolly just didn't make those up. She she talks to um, a number of, let's say, other forms of life. <laughs> and they suggested the concept of love blanket. Um, so, and love is the, the most... Every, everything, everything in the universe is compelled to, let's say, um, listen to a frequency of love. Because it's from the God source. Whatever, whatever started this whole program of life and experience, experiencing life, that energy to me was predicated on love, certainly not on hate. We'd be in a lot worse circumstances if that was the case. So I, but I believe it was based on love. And so, again, it's the... Now you're talking in terms of the universe, creation itself, when you're dealing with love. So if you attune yourself to the love frequency, it's the frequency of the God spirit, the source spirit. And again, for the same principles, once you are aligned with that, then you as an individual become more empowered. 
okay? If, if that makes sense. And um, the other one, <laughs> was there one more you just said? I'm sorry. Aponopono? Oh, right. Aponopono. Um, again, it's a frequency. Okay. The, the human voice, the Russians found out that the human voice was the, again, most powerful in quotes, uh, but it was definitely the most efficient way of changing DNA was through the human voice. The sound of the human voice, the frequency of the human voice manipulates DNA. So now we're looking at the individual as being the center of the energy that we're talking about. So if Ho'oponopono, if, if you say it, it has a frequency associated with it that essentially wants to make everything right. That's why Ho'oponopono make everything right. There's more to it, but it's basically to, and there's a phrase that you hear people say, you know, for the benefit of all. And Ho'oponopono is that kind of a thing. But it was um, sort of magically presented to the human race. And, and I, I, there's, I have some issues with the way it came down. Um, but that's just the way it happens. But if you grasp on to the fact that Ho'oponopono is a, because you're saying it, is a frequency, again, that will be compatible with the universal energy, but in a, in an individual way that, you know, just make, make it Ho'oponopono. Everybody that I run into is going to have an, an excellent experience. I'm going to have an excellent experience. Ho'oponopono. My kids are going to behave. Ho'oponopono. Get the neighbor to shut up. <laughs> make them feel better. Stop it. So, again, it's, it's, all the, it's still all the fundamental concept of uh, compatible energies resonating with, with one another to become more. You know, because it's not really power, it's it's energy, it's energetics, it becomes more energetic. And if you want to look at it as power, then it's power, but it's it's an energy. Okay, now now the two combine, you know, it's a, I say this, that quantum entanglement, like you get with the Shanghai field and so much ever, the cosmic reality radio, it's a quantum entanglement because that's just the way it is. Everything that sticks together has got quantum entanglement in one way or another. The thing that makes the universe go is resonance. This weird thing where if you have two guitars on the opposite side of a room and you plunk the string on one, the string on the other across the room will start to vibrate. In a piano, if you hit the C note, all those this, the C, C strings begin to vibrate. Now, you can't hear it, it's below the threshold of our hearing, but it can be measured. And so, again, that it's, it's, it's you, you, when you start resonating, you're actually increasing the energetics of everything that is in unison or in resonance with it. So, it's really all the same science. But that was an interesting discussion. <laughs> Any yeah, questions? You got to give people tools that, and then just, you know, um, energy is, is always an issue of uh, taking action and having uh, foresight. So, these are very simple tools. And then, 
I know, like, we have all the access in the world through our cell phones, right? And then, of course, that's a military weapon, but, oh, um, the Stasi definition, let me see. Um, so this is from Britannica.com, I just typed in Stasi. It's the German um, Ministry for State Security, secret police agency of the German Democratic Republic of East Germany. Stasi was one of the most hated and feared institutions of East German communist government. Uh, the Stasi developed out of the internal security and police apparatus established in the Soviet zone of occupation in Germany after World War II. So, I mean, that's just a general, um, you know, when you hear Britannica, you think of the encyclopedia, right? And, of course, we know to be careful with these um, online digital access and definitions that can be easily changed. So, it's the same with ebooks e where there was this $19 ebook I got from Amazon and Kindle. And then, of course, we know of the word Kindle, right? Books on fire. Like, there's a whole thing you could see online about the videos. But um, I'm more intent to get the physical analog, you know. Mike Adams covers this, too, where even your hard drive, like, you lose a certain percentage every so many years. That's why the hard copy, like, the actual discs, um, uh, that, that doesn't go bad. So, um especially after an EMP strike or whatever, if you're going to get TI'd even more. Uh, so what was I getting at? Um, anyway. It's <clears throat> um, going over my notes here. So I think we covered pretty much most of it, but um, early on in the Toledo interview, it was interesting to note that suicide is the ultimate goal. And of course, the last three years we've seen that. Um, Ed Dowd was interviewed uh, last week on Maria Z when she was on Infowars. She has a weekly segment there. And uh, he was going over the stats, and of course, more people died in tw 2021 and 22 rather than 2020. And then the book Causes Unknown by Dowd, because he recently did an in person Australian uh, interview, I think one of their news channels. And um, he was told not to talk about. You know, the injections, the bioweapons. But they asked him about his book. So that was a nice sly way of, you know. So people who don't believe in, not believe, but uh, uh, don't want to go by medical uh, papers or recent updates and just listen to their doctor, you give them this book because it's all economics-based. Um, it was helped research and written by a couple of physis physicists. So, um yeah, this, the, just part of the slow poisoning, right? What, 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 what was the conclusion in his book? Did you get, I mean, what was he basically talking about? It was just the layout of all of these news reports, um, government information, um, the Labor Bureau, I forget the exact name, but um, he talked, I mean, he's done so many podcasts and interviews, but it's just a, a, a what's the word, a, Coalesce, coalescing of all of this information into basically the economics of it and what happened over the last um, two years and the differences of 2020 and before versus 21 and 22 and that we have a, a pandemic of the vaccinated and then you just don't hear anybody saying anything, right? Um, let alone when you talk to Dr. Jennifer Daniels, who's on the terror watch list, by the way, bringing it back to the topic. And she could never come back to the U.S. and lives in Panama. 
And she said back in 2000 that the medical system kills over a million people a year. Now, where are you going to hear that? Even in in the the hottest um, indie media uh, uh, personalities like John Rappaport, um, Mike Adams, they've never, it's never gotten there. Only, what, a quarter of a million? They had the documentation. So Dr. Daniels has a documentation to murder by medicine is no accident. She um, cites it back to uh, Gary Null. Um, I think it's called Death by Medicine, the book. So his conclusion was like it was um, it was almost a million. It was like 750,000 or something a year uh, in that book. But uh, yeah, I mean, she, she you can listen to her at um, Patrick Timponi, uh, one radio network. She talks to him once a month. And then if you go to BitChute, uh, you see her latest interviews there. And Bright on there's a channel thing like Cures Wanted. So she's important because she gets back to the ancestral approach of of diet, of detox, and all the, the you know. And she gives so much stuff for free that you could just get easily. Like uh, I apply the turpentine approach to clear parasites and everything else. And um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just giving people tools, you know, um, that are within reach and not expensive. Um, I think that's that's more important now. Getting back to nature, so yeah. Oh, uh, and then connecting it back to this whole thing of the the cell towers having subliminal messaging, mind invasion, and and thought control. Um, I had a thing a couple of years ago where uh, there was this in the, in the dream state, something telling me to go get the shots. <laughs> right. So I mean, all of our dreams are pretty weird and, and wild now and then but something that specific and it's almost like it, it it stood out out of all the natural flow of how your dreaming would be like this isn't <clears throat> part of the normal you know scenery so you know obviously like you i read a lot of these things that can be fear-mongering and updates on the shots etc etc um all the medical massacre but it, the dreams have never gotten to that point of you needing to get the shot, right? And so, and others have echoed that where their security team, these personalities, I think it was Dr. Leonard Caldwell, um, he was saying like this, his security guard said he would never get the shot. And then just next time he talked to him, like he got the shot. So yeah, this, this, um, this whole thing about us, you know, the frequency attack, we're, we're uh, structures of frequencies. I like what Penny Kelly um, uh, called it. Like, our consciousness is just a, a structure of frequencies. So, um, and, and uh, Nancy wanted to ask you, like, so Shanghai, you know, its power is increasing. It, uh, easy to get, you know, you go to your crystal and rock store and get it there. Mysticalwars.com has the most authentic and the best and the silver version, which is the more uh, enhanced. But what is the limit of Shungite's um, armoring or protection against like microwave or frequency attacks? Because they can crank that stuff up. I mean, we saw in Australia when they were having these, like in Cambria, they were getting attacked like crazy. And then you see these burns on these people. Um, Canada was another one, frequency attack. Um, Sure, in Europe somewhere, but yeah, what is Shanghai's limit to where, okay, 
like like they crank this up so high like Shungai's not going to do anything I'll ask that too on the Shungai show this week but um, what, what's your take on it for now okay we're going to break this for just a second I've got something that got delivered hold one second Are you still recording? Maybe I can just go over some stuff. So if you are recording, um, when you were first mentioning Mark Spears, that's a takeoff on Max Spears, who has a UFO and um, cults um, whistleblower. He was interviewed by Project Camelot. Was it uh, some time ago? So there's obviously a connection there. The connection between what? I, I think that I think the delivery got delivered okay, so I didn't go out. I just checked it, opened up the door, and no, because you were see, saying yeah. instead of Mark Still, you were saying Mark Spears. It's like that name sounds familiar. It's Max Spears, and so I've heard that name before. And this is a connection the UFO and cults, and and uh, he was interviewed by um, Project Camelot some time ago as being a super soldier and maybe a sort of a whistleblower. I know you guys have talked to, talked about him before in the other shows. Remember that name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Max Spears, yes. Yes. Um, you asked me about <clears throat> the influence of Shanghai, how far, or what was the specific question? What is its limit? Because, um, you know, you have probably somebody being targeted, and, and the the, the, the opposing side would just crank up the microwave or the frequency attack or satellite, whatever. Okay. Like how, you know. Yeah, Shungite doesn't work on the messaging. Shungite works on the beam. So if they're sending you an electromagnetic signal, it's rotating in the wrong direction. Shungite's ability to change the rotation so that it's not physically hitting you is what it does but like <clears throat> let's take a cell phone you got the cell phone you put a sticker on it okay so now the energy coming through the cell phone is biocompatible but you're also getting whatever messaging is on there shungai doesn't stop the messaging that's it, it, it because if it did then you wouldn't get cell phone reception <laughs> And in fact, you get better cell phone reception when you've got the Shungite on it. So it doesn't protect you from the subliminal messaging that comes over those signals. However, we talked about that susceptibility, that you know a third or more of the people are susceptible to the signals that come over, the mind programming, the uh, MK Ultra stuff. Okay, that particular situation is mitigated by Shungite because Shungite in and of itself, because it, it's taking and balancing you out energetically, is allowing your brain to operate correctly. Like a lot of the susceptibility that they're seeing I believe is because of the electromagnetic re uh, reprior 
prior prior pro, making a problem jeez i'm losing that word pro, priority making a priority over something okay so what happens is that when you are no longer being affected negatively by the electromagnetic signal itself rotating in a way not compatible with you and now it's rotating with the compatibility of you you can think clearer one of the first things that i realized when i got involved with shungite was that i could think clearer because the electromagnetic confusion that is caused in your brain is no longer there so now if you don't have that and you are thinking clearer then the signaling that they are managing to still get to you you have a better ability to deal with you you know i mean i i'll be here and all of a sudden i'm thinking about a, it's like a it's like a movie's going through my head and i don't even know the people and I'm going, and it's always got to be something sexual or something uh, violent, you know. And it's like, whoa, 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 dude, whoever's sending that one, you know, no, no, no. But I, my brain is is trained to pick up on signals that don't feel right, that don't seem right, that don't feel like me. And you know, a lot of people might pick up on it, but they think. Oh my God, am I being possessed? Oh my God, why are these thoughts coming? What's wrong with me that I'm having these thoughts? No, they're not your thoughts. They're being implanted on you. Like the best example I can give of this this phenomenon is the Trump uh, derangement. Now, this is this is technically, you know, it's we're capable of doing this. You have a situation where. Oh, I just lost my thought there for a second. Wait a minute. Why did I why did I lose my thought? What was I just saying, Mark? Are you there? Uh sorry, I was trying to get a piece here. Um Okay, I'm yeah. trying I'm trying trying to bring it back because it that 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 that's an example of feeling like I just got jammed. You know, uh that you know, all of a sudden what I was talking about just disappeared from my mind. And that doesn't happen very often. But when it does, I'm like, why did that get taken out of my mind? Because my guides don't want me to say it or because somebody else doesn't want me to say it. And remember, this is all, it doesn't have to have a human being doing this. You're being monitored. Everybody's being monitored. And you get to certain thought patterns. You get to certain frequency and it trips a... Uh, the AI to say what what's happening over there why is that frequency coming up um, believe me it's all a frequency war <laughs> it truly is and um, okay I'm, I'm just gonna go by that and assume that if if it needs to come back it will come back um, the, the, the idea of your mind being cleared and being able to perceive these alternate signals oh trump oh trump oh okay thank you trump derangement that's what it was as soon as i said trump derangement i tripped the ai signaling okay because why well what happens is that your telephone your cell phone it not only has the ability to give you information it has the ability to read your emotional state now, I know that sounds preposterous, okay? 
I don't have any clear, absolute proof that this is happening, but I've been at this for a very long time, and honestly, I hardly have ever made a mistake. If I have, it was a mistake that I made it, <laughs> because it just, I see these things. So what happens is that you, 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 you're talking to somebody, and you say something about Trump, and you get angry. They get angry. Okay, that phone reads anger in you, associated with the word Trump. And now they know a trigger point for an energetic trigger point that will make you a little crazy. So every time you use the word Trump, and trust me, your phones are picking up everything, okay? the phone automatically begins to send out frequencies that make you angry. They know what anger frequencies are. So, okay, so now you're getting all, I mean, because I saw it in people, Mark. My best friend, Cindy, I mean, I'd known her, and we. she was like my best friend. We always seemed to be on the same wavelength that, you know, seldom a, 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 any kind of, even just a, no, I don't agree with that type of thing. It was it was one of those things. But Trump comes into the picture, and all of a sudden, I see her going from my friend Cindy into somebody that I don't recognize. Hateful. Unbelievably hateful. And it was so artificial to me that I began to to just watch, you know, what what was this all about? And it came down to the word Trump. The word Trump was like a trigger. And all of a sudden, they were filled with all this anger. So it's like your your phone trains you to be angry about Trump. Even if you're out in the middle of the woods with no electronics. Somebody says Trump, that your brain your, starts to associate that with, with hate. And it just, boom, all of a sudden you're in a state of hate. Uh, that's That's mind control. So a good portion of these people out there that are, are Trump haters have no rational reason for it. They really don't. Why do you hate Trump? And then they'll spew off stuff that are lies. Oh, he colluded with the Russians. Oh, he, he slept with that woman and he did this and he did that. And he's uh, Hitler incarnate, you know. And in all honesty, they have made Trump to be such a awful, awful human being they, that, that in the minds of a good number of people, he's Hitler. You've got to stop him. Anything. You know, if, if, if you knew that Hitler was going to do the things that he did and you had the opportunity to kill him, would you kill him? Would you be justified? You know, the end justifies the means, which is one of the most evil sayings ever. You know, but... Again, that's why you get a lot of these people who are off the rails um, because they actually think that Trump is Hitler. And everything that they said that Trump was going to do, Biden did. And Trump has never done any of it. The only thing is that he has done, yes, he's made some mistakes. Yes, he wasn't as successful as he could have been, but he was fighting the entire time he was in the, the presidency for those four years. Threats against his family, threats against him, 
law case after law case. I mean, come on, this is crazy crap. And yet he came back. Why? That you know, and and you know, I just find him to be a hero. He he knows what I know, and he's in a position to be able to do much more about it than I do. I would be able to, and he's got the courage to do it, and the means. And you know, from for people that didn't watch the Say What show, I highly kind of we had a really good uh, discussion there, and also highly recommend Jan Shaw's uh, show from this week. It's only an hour, and she'll take you through some very interesting, you know, observations that have been made. But one of the things that came out was. Trump was indicted for espionage crimes. <laughs> and if he was to be convicted on virtually any one of 37 account counts, he could be in prison for the rest of his life. Now, he goes down, down here to Miami and he gets fingerprinted and uh, you know, whatever, pleads not guilty to the indictment. And then he goes back to the airport, gets on his plane, flies up north, east someplace, gets off the plane, and the people that, that were with him on the ground in Miami, the people that were with him when he went wherever he was going, he's going to a fundraising uh, that had been scheduled way before this indictment thing. And then he gives a speech. But it was pointed out that a normal president who is no longer in, in uh, the presidency has a lifetime of two to three secu- uh, s- special, uh, what do they call them, uh, <laughs> secret service people with him. Not only did Trump have like <laughs> 23 secret service people with him, there was military people and there was a helicopter over the caravan, the caravan was, you know, a half a dozen or more vehicles, and there was an ambulance with that particular caravan. This happened, like I say, in Miami, going to the courthouse. When he got up there, same sort of situation. So then he goes to this, and it was a supposedly a small venue it was only supposed to be like 200 people but it turned out to be the guy that was there reporting it he said we were told there's only 200 people he says there's a lot more people than 200 in this in this room a lot more so he gets up in front of them and i heard the speech it was it was actually it was, you couldn't you if you if you're if you know what's happening you couldn't have not listened to every word he said because every word he said was in your face i mean the dark state the bidens the democrat every one of them i mean everything that we say on any of my shows he was he was saying but then he said something that I think everybody that was looking at it, you know, would have, must have said, that's odd. Why did he say that? And he said, the seal is broken. 
and it was with such a uh, when he delivers he's 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 the ultimate uh communicator when he delivers and he has a certain pace to what what he's saying wow you got to pay attention to that this is a clue what does this mean and he said the seal is broken so the fact that they actually went and indicted him sort of like passed some kind of a threshold and after that moment it's like he is now showing the world that he really is in charge because biden doesn't go any place with that kind of security so why is the man all of a sudden got the security why is he saying the things that he said you know in your face you know i'm going to I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and, and, you know, it's like, okay, all right, good, you know, it sounds like he's really very focused and in, in doing his thing. So there are many, many clues that things are, are happening very, very fast now, and it's just one amazing story after another, but it all comes back to this is bigger than anything anybody really understands. I mean, somebody probably understands it, but even even myself, I've been in this for a very long time. And it continually amazes me to a, see, the, see the depth of depravity that's been going on for so long. I mean, you asked something about, you know, how long have they been doing this? Well, they've been doing this for a very, very long time. Um, at least 100 years. Probably more than that. The concept of the telecommunications being able to control us and doing what it does. Like I say, I was talking about that in 2014, but I actually learned about it in 1975, I think it was. Um, I was told this was this was going to happen, and that's why I can say I've been at this for a very long time. It infuriated me, and I said, "Not on my watch. No contract here." So we're down to the last minute and a half here, Mark. Is there something else that you'd like to mention? No, that's it. Just get your armor layers on, um, and go about and share them. All it takes is choice and the thought form to project out. That's it. Yeah. Well, everybody everybody out there is going through changes. And it's sort of like, what change do you want to go through? It's up to you. You have to make the decision. But it's an easy decision if you just hiponopono. And use your own body as the filter for the information coming through to you if you're hearing something and you start to feel like i don't want to hear this or i don't believe this or i'm not comfortable with this walk away from it you don't need to hear it even if it's true maybe or it's not true so there are a lot of things that you can do to help us along in this re reality building because if you begin to understand what a powerful being you are just by being a human being this is what's we started waking up and they started getting freaked out 
and you know they they can't stop us from waking up we're in the right place at the right time and every person hearing this you are critical to the manifestation of a new reality you've got to see yourself as a new person a person who is in the state of Aponopono everything's right everything's right and that sounds difficult because you haven't experienced it but once you experience it you'll know that that's the way it's supposed to be so make a judgment for things that you hear and you don't have to get you know paranoid or you know really focused on all this it's feelings energy is telling you what feels good go with it and I'm not saying it in, in the concept of you know a, a sexual or money wide I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the way your body feels if you meet somebody and you don't like something your body is telling you something focus on your body your body will give you a lot of information but we tend to ignore it and just from my standpoint I find that the communications that I get from my body like I'll get nauseous if something's off and I may not even know what it is but I become aware of what's happening around me and like what why do I feel not so good Okay, even though it didn't come into my head as something's wrong up there. No, my body started saying something's not good. So, you know, let's let's just think in terms of what we can do to understand what our bodies are saying to us. And also, if you get to that point, you can work so much to keep your body healthy and in a good state. So <clears throat> you want to say uh, adios to the audience for now? Yeah, thanks, Nancy. Um... Uh, I'll see everybody in the other shows. Take care. Yeah. Be safe, everybody out there. We appreciate your support. And <clears throat> we hope that you find these things informative, maybe a little bit edgy. We'd rather not have it, but it's there. So how do we get rid of it? We just learn and then haponapona, make it right, whatever it is. Make this case go through so that people begin to have the judges that they need. You know, don't get worrisome about it. Put positive thoughts out for it. So, uh, you know, Christians, which are 63% of the population, 210 million, <laughs> pray. Muslims, pray. Jewish people, pray. Everybody, just pray. What's pray? Pray's asking the higher energies to give us a hand out here, you know, because it's, uh, it's a battle against good and evil. All right. Appreciate y'all. Be safe, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.